0: Okay, week fifteen is here. We're gonna talk uh, a little Ravens and Jets. I think I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pick the Ravens to win. I think you guys already know that. I'm gonna I'm, uh, we're gonna talk about Ravens and Jets. I ha- also have a- another top ten list for you guys to listen to or uh, th- that I want to give you guys. I'm gonna bring you guys that. Also, some Kawhi talk with some Lamar Jackson talk as well. How long is his play style? Uh, is it, is it stable? Is it, is this thing, is this thing gonna be, is this thing gonna work for 10 years? I have that and some more, um, with, with you guys. Let's go. Let's get ready. Are you guys ready? I am. Let's go right now. Back for another episode. I just had to do the hand rub. We're back for another episode. Welcome back. Thank you guys for keep coming back. It means a lot when you guys keep coming back and clicking. To those who listen to the podcast and who can sit down, not just my podcast, but just that, but that can just sit down and digest um, another person or people uh, talking and having and conversing for an hour, forty-five minutes to an hour, two hours. You're, you're special. You're, you're, you are a special person to be able to sit down and actually listen, actually listen to a podcast. So thank you guys. for keep coming back and clicking. means a lot. It really means a lot and it shows how uh, mature of a person you are, I feel like. If you can sit down and bear somebody's voice or bear other people's voice conversing for about 45 minutes to an hour to two hours sometimes. Thank you guys for listening. Keep going. We're only going to get better. So last night, Kawhi returned back to the North. Kawhi went to the six. He went up to Toronto. Came back to Toronto for the first time since he's won his title. Since he made his free agent decision to go to the Clippers. You know, he picked the you know uh We all, we kind of figured, hey, he got traded to, he got traded to Toronto. He made the absolute best out of Toronto. Um, it couldn't, it couldn't have ended any better way, uh, in Toronto, doing that stint in time. Uh, they, what, they, they won a championship. They won a title. So, it couldn't have gotten any better than that. Couldn't have gotten any better than that. So, he goes to, he picked, he of course, gets traded to, he gets traded to Toronto, they win the title. But, all throughout last year, during the regular season, and even throughout the playoffs, and then as we transitioned into free agency, we were all, we, we, we meet all the media members, all of the sources, all of the rumors, were, all signs was pointing to, towards Kawhi going back to Southern California. Whether it be with the Clippers or Lakers, all signs were pointing him, pointing to him going back home to Southern Cal. Um, so he enjoyed his time in Toronto. Um, I'm sure Toronto enjoyed he, enjoyed him while they had him. They won a title, and this is this this is this is this is what I like. They, you know, they did the ring ceremony for him because, of course, he couldn't get he couldn't be there on ring night. Of course not. But this is what I like. And this is what this is just another this just shows you another way in sports. There's another way. Kawhi was a rental. Kawhi and Tavano, Tavano knew what knew they they, they they most likely knew Kawhi was gonna be a one year rental. But what the Raptors did was hey, they said, Hey, we are already a contending team. We have All of the pieces, they felt as such, and they did, they felt as such that they had all of the pieces to be a a NBA champion, to be in the finals, to win the East. They were just missing that one guy that can get them over the top. And then look at the East. There's no LeBron. So there's a wide open Eastern Conference. And what Toronto did was, hey, they said, hey, oh. The East is wide open. We love our roster. Our roster is built to make a deep run in the playoffs. All we're missing is a star player, and this is what I like. This is what I like to see in sports. It's, a, it's it, you, in sports. Like I always say it: success come in different forms, shapes, and sizes. Success comes in different variations. Sometimes you have the successful dynasty that lasts 20 years, the Patriots. Sometimes you have the successful dynasty that lasts for five years, Warriors. Sometimes you have the successful dynasty that lasted for four years, the Heat. Sometimes you have the successful dynasty with you know that lasts for 15 plus years. The Spurs and Tim Duncan. I like this. Kawhi was probably the greatest rental in sports. He was probably the greatest rental, one year rental in sports. Toronto said, Hey, we're in Toronto, we're in the North, we're not even in the US. We can't, it's really hard for us to attract free agents. So they said, Hey, we have some assets that we're willing to give up, get Kawhi, and let's go at it for a one time shot. Let's go big or go home. And that's what it's all about. Sometimes, hey, it's okay to take out that. It's, some, it's okay to take out some of um, that money out that 401k. Sometimes that's fine. Sometimes that's okay. You know? you know. Sometimes that's what you have to do to strike gold. That's what you have to do to strike big and strike gold. Scared money don't win money. <laughs> you ever heard of that? Scared money don't win money. Raptors said, hey, we got a, ch- we got a bona fide team. We just, we just, we're just missing that one go-to guy down the stretch, superstar that can take over a series if we need him to. And we're in a wide open Eastern Conference. This is built for, this is the, this is our year. And this, I just love the fact that the, the fans of Toronto did not boo Kawhi Leonard. They, they He brung them a championship. He brung them a title. The Raptors won't probably, sneak, they won't see another title. I don't know. They won't probably see the title for the next twenty thirty years because they don't attract free agents um the roster they have is good it's mean it, it's a good roster that they have it's definitely a playoff team but i don't this ro- i don't this roster's not gonna win the finals this year I don't think unless something just some catastrophe happens. I, this finals not gonna win the, this this team is not this roster is not gonna win the finals this year. But it's still a good organization, smart organization with nice, good ownership, competent uh, management. Uh, they have the right they have the right people in the right seats. Good coaching, good culture. This Raptors team would be okay. But they said, hey, we need to strike big or go home. We need to strike big or go home. We 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 we've been we've been winning fifty games over and over again and we don't know we hey Kawhi might be here for one year, but that we're gonna make this one year count, and we're gonna make the best out of this one year, and they got a title out of this one year. It's just it's just what the the 49ers did with the Cowboys. They took Deion Sanders away. 49ers, 49ers had Deion Sanders. They said, hey, uh, um, all we need you to do, we brung, they, we brung Deion Sanders here just to cover Michael Irvin. We need somebody that's going to cover Michael Irvin to stop the Cowboys. They brung Deion, San Francisco brings Deion Sanders on. Deion Sanders covers Michael Irvin. 49ers go to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. Thank you, Deion. Thank you, Deion, for stopping Michael Irvin. Or or for covering Michael Irvin, one year rentals, rentals, just rentals. I think it's one of the. I think they're one of the best rent. I think it's one of the best rentals in 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 in, in um sports. The Cubs needed a closer. They they, they needed a closer. They got a road. To, they got Adoris Chapman. They picked up Adoris Chapman in the trade block. Yankees traded Adoris Chapman to the Cubs for some for some some quality assets. The Cubs said, hey. We need a closer so we can go deep in the playoffs and win the World Series. This is our best chance. Young roster, young mob, good hitting squad, nice bullpen. We just need a closer. Cubs go after a closer. Cubs get a Rodas Chapman. Chapman wins them the 2016 World Series. Simple as that. Simple as that. And then Chapman, he would later just go back to to the Yankees. One year rentals, just rent, just just hey, just renting it, just renting it. Sometimes it's okay to rent. <laughs> some guys it's okay to have a rental, you know. If you come up with some big money, you buy a boat. Why would you buy a boat? Uh, just rent up, just rent out a boat when you need the boat. If you crash the boat, something happens to the boat, you don't have to pay. You have insurance. Somebody else is paying. Smart, isn't it? Like, you know, people are talking about, oh, is Lamar Jackson going to last? How long is he going to last? I, I mean, I don't know. But let's just say we have, like, five more years of this, like, similar Lamar. Let's just say we have five or six more years of, of this similar Lamar or five, six, five to six more years of this type of play that Lamar is showing us. And the Ravens win two Super Bowls in a six year span. I think they will be completely fine. <laughs> I think they will be completely fine. I think I I I I truly think I truly think the Ravens would be just fine. <laughs> Let's say Lamar, you know, he this 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 style of play um it, it only lasts for five years. And the Ravens win two super Bowls let's say the Ravens win two let's say the the Ravens win two super Bowls and they get the three in five years that, that is a success that 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 that's that's no job that is that is a success five years three super Bowl appearances two wins I take that <laughs> it, and after the fifth year, the league the catches on to Lamar. And his, uh, physically, his body starts to break down. And he has to become more of a thrower. And that makes him um, not as dynamic. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. I, I, I'm sure Baltimore, if you tell Baltimore right here, right now, that, hey. You're going to have five years of Lamar playing like this. You're going to have five years of him playing like this. You get the three Super Bowls in five years, and you win two of them. I'm sure Baltimore, John Hallball will take that. I'm sure they would be like, yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I, they would be f- just fine with that. And just like the, the, just like the Ravens would be just fine, the Raptor fans and the Raptors organization was just fine with having Kawhi for one year. I'm sure they would like to have Kawhi there long term and he finished basically finished all his career there. I'm sure that would have been good. They would have liked that. Of course, that's the best case scenario. But they had him going in as a rental. They pretty, They traded for him. He made it, they, they, t- t- Kawhi and his camp, or his uncle, <laughs> Kawhi and his uncle basically made it clear before they left San Antonio, we want to get back to L.A. And Toronto, with them knowing that, they traded for him. They said, okay, we understand that you probably, you're probably going to leave us after the first year, but you're going to get us a title. That's exactly what Kawhi Leonard did. Went out, played well. Finals MVP. Some call him the best player in the world. I'm not ready to say that yet, but that's neither here nor there. the The goal was accomplished. Title for title for Kawhi. Kawhi gets to leave. Go to Saps. Goes goes to, the, goes to the Clippers. Toronto gets their championship that they've been starving for. You know these last, especially these last few years. You know these fans they've had they've witnessed some. Some good teams make it to the playoffs, go deep inside the playoffs, and don't quite finish the job. They had a team that went deep in the playoffs last year, beat and dethroned the dynasty of the warriors and won the NBA title. I think that's a pretty good trade off. I would take that now. I want to shift gears, and I mentioned it already. I kind of gave it away, but I mentioned it already, Lamar Jackson, and of course everybody's gonna be like, okay, everybody's talking. First of all, I want to, I just want like rewrite the story of like this whole Lamar Jackson thing, you know, uh, where when people say uh, Lamar Jackson waited so long in in the draft room. Lamar Jackson was picked in the first round. <laughs> He, he, he was just a 32nd pick, but he was, he was just the 32nd pick, the last pick of the first round. But he he, he he did get picked in the first round. So it's not like Brady, who's a 6th rounder. It's not like Dak, who's a, who was a 4th rounder. It's not like Joe Montana, who was a 4th rounder. It's not like Russell Wilson, who was a 3rd rounder. No, Lamar Jackson was drafted in the first round. He was a 1st round draft pick. <laughs> let's let let's start right there. Second of all, my 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 key point I want to make is I just had to make that point get it off my chest because some people, the media, some of the, you know they, they they you know with Lamar Jackson having such a great season, they're like oh uh, uh, people slept on him. Yeah, I mean people did, but he still got drafted in the first round. So, it's not like he got it's not like round it's not like countless rounds went by and 11 quarterbacks went ahead of him like Brady like we can slow down. He was drafted in the first round. But my main point that I want to tackle is people's asking, you know, the questions going to start coming up. So, how long is Lamar Jackson gonna be doing all this? And this is my thing. I'm I'm gonna put up ai am s I'ma put up a scenario. I say, okay. Ten years from now, who do you still have? Who would you rather pick ten years from now? And that's not that's not that's let's not have uh uh let's not have uh you know, let's not just close everything then Let's, let's think open-minded. Let's be open-minded. Let's not, just be, let's not go for what's hot at the moment. Lamar Jackson's playing awesome. He's amazing. He's a terrific talent. That he is. He is a, he is a terrific talent. But let's think 10 years from now. 2029. Let's think 10 years from now. you have Patrick Mahomes Lamar Jackson me personally I'm gonna take Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes is the better thrower of the football Patrick Mahomes is mobile and elusive he doesn't do all the stuff and he doesn't he doesn't have the talents and all of the athleticism as uh as uh as, you know as um Lamar possesses of course not but he is a he's, he's mostly he's most of the time, he's a pocket passer, and then at times he can get out the pocket, escape, and create with uh, with with ease. He can throw outside the numbers. He throws a nice deep ball. Ten years, ten years from now, let's think. Ten years from now, who are you taking? Who are you taking? I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. And I love Lamar. Lamar has, he has opened a lot of eyes. He is really transforming the game. And I love it. And I'm all for it. He's really transforming the game. I'm all for generational type talents. Transformable type talents. Talents that take the game and change the game. And change the way how we see it. I'm all for it. But I do have a case currently right now with Cam Newton going into I think year what 10 next year Cam Newton will be going on to year 10 and he probably won't be a Carolina Panther only thirty years of age i think he's i think he's either thirty or thirty one he'd be either thirty or thirty one next next season you know he' he should still have some years ahead of him but that's looking kind of sketchy a lot of hit a lot of a lot of knockout shots a lot of hits a lot of hits have been taken on that body and mind you Cam is a, is a physical specimen. Cam Newton is, is stands about, what, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, and, and weighs about 250, 260? Cam is a big guy. Cam is bigger than some defensive ends. Okay? Get that? Cam is bigger than some defensive ends in the league. And he has taken a lot of blows, a lot of cheap shots. From making from making linebackers, DBs, defensive ends, from making them look stupid. He has taken a lot of cheap shots and guys are like, oh, you're not going to embarrass me. Because guys go back and look at, the fa- they, they, they look at the tape, they look at the film. They're like, oh, 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 oh. he's not going to embarrass me like that again. And guys get cheap shots. And this is my thing with Lamar. Cam is a bigger athlete than Lamar. Lamar is about, what, 6'3", 6'4"? And what, about 220, 225? And I have, throughout the, throughout the season, I have, um, no, I have mentioned that I have noticed Lamar Jackson got a little bigger. But he's, not, he's still not Cam Newton big. He doesn't have Cam Newton physique. Cam Newton stands at 6'6", 260. He, he, he can't... Lamar Jackson's not going to be that size. No matter how much he... How, how big he gets. He's not going to be that size. He's not going to have that same physique. And I'm not... And I'm right now witnessing... Cam Newton... The Panthers... Probably going to trade him... Or cut him... To save cap room... Space. They're probably going to move on from him. And I think Cam will get a job. I think Cam, I think Cam was we'll signed with a, a, a team I, but I do see Cam in a New Jersey this upcoming season the, the the next season I do see him in a New Jersey and my whole total point is okay this this Lamar Jackson you know I, he's playing phenomenal and he you know I I was arguing Russell Wilson for the MVP but I've seen odds i seen long I've seen the Las Vegas odds floating around um, all throughout these last few days, you know, especially since the Rams game, he's just really taken the MVP race, and it's become a gap. It's it's becoming a gap now. So I'm not doubting the talent, not down the talent. I'm not down the skill set, and I'm not doubting, especially what he has done this season. But I'm just saying, ten years from now. And you know Earl Thomas mentioned it. His teammate mentioned it. That hey, he was like, hey, he was t- he was talking to me. He was like, my guy Lamar Jackson is now guys. I don't think he said he basically said hey, I don't think guys are trying to end his career, but guys are but guys are hitting Lamar lower near the legs and knees because he's making these guys he's making these defensive players look foolish. They don't want and they don't want to look foolish, because that shows up on the tape, that shows up on film. They don't, they, so, so they're not gonna, they're not going to they are not going want to look foolish no more. And guys gonna try to knock him out. Guys are gonna go start hitting lower. And, I, and all the que- the question that I'm just posing. And this would be great if he can last ten years. This w- it would be great if he can last ten years, because. That'll be better football. That'll be better for the NFL. That'll be better for the fans of the Ravens. That'll be better for the Ravens if he can do this for 10 more years. <laughs> the same topic play style. But, but, I'm just saying, in this league, defense is getting more advanced. You know, Buffalo, Buffalo, and Buffalo, here goes buff- go the thing of Buffalo. And, and it was somewhat what the Chargers did last year in the postseason, too. Buffalo got fast linebackers, got faster linebackers. Buffalo linebackers are faster than your average linebackers. Buffalo was able to slow down Lamar a little bit. Buffalo got a couple hits on Lamar. Lamar was roughed up a little bit. And teams are going to start to follow that same format and that same formula. And teams are gonna start to adapt that way. They're gonna start to draft faster linebackers because they be like, "Oh my God, uh, Cle- like Pittsburgh." I don't know if Cleveland's smart enough to do so, but Pittsburgh, you know, they're gonna be like, "Ah, we should draft faster linebackers because the faster the linebackers, the faster they can keep up with Lamar. The better they can keep up with Lamar. If they're faster, we have more of a chance of slowing down Lamar." And laying some hits on him. And roughing him up. And guys don't want to end his career. I'm not saying that. But guys do want to knock him out for that game at least so their team can win. (laughs) Or guys do want to neutralize him. Or guys do want to make him second think. Oh, should I actually be be running outside of the pocket like this? Guys want to... Defensive players do want to insert that, and right now Lamar's just making them look foolish. Lamar's breaking ankles. Lamar's just making them look foolish. Can't tackle him. He he he's, he's putting on a magic act right now. But guys are going to start looking at him like, oh, he can't do that to me again. They're gonna start getting cheap shots, and it's already have started. It already has started. But I'm just saying. I'm just posing the question: How long? 10 years from now, who 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 do you still want? Do you want the, yes, flashy, both are flashy. But do you want the running around, Lamar Jackson, who's not as big as Cam, but now we see throughout all the years, all them hits that Cam has suffered and taken and, ha- and have endured, all those hits he has endured. And we see it taking a toll on him. Yeah, do we? Who are you going to take? I, I I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is a better thrower of the ball. Uh, he has more pocket poise, more pocket presence. I would say he can throw outside the numbers. I don't know if you guys noticed, but Lamar every like he's become a better thrower. He's definitely become a better thrower. And he's definitely become a more accurate thrower of the ball, but he doesn't throw outside the numbers a lot. A lot of a lot of his throws are in the middle of the field to his tight ends, and it's working. I'm not I'm not down to him for that, but it it, it it it's working. A lot of his throws are in the middle of the field, intermediate. A lot of intermediate stuff. A lot of post routes. It's a lot of that. It's a lot. It's a lot of variations of that in the middle of the field, in the center of the field. But he he doesn't throw many balls. He doesn't throw many balls outside the numbers, on the sideline. He doesn't throw a lot of balls outside the numbers. Patrick Mahomes is a great anticipation thrower. He's the I watched I watch I watched watch New England game. He threw the ball to certain spots. He wasn't waiting for the receiver to break open and get open and then throw it to him. No, Patrick Mahomes threw the ball in spots, and he was throwing the ball in places where the receiver hadn't even made the cut. But by the time the receiver had made their cut, the ball was there in the right and proper spot. So I'm just saying, who you taking? Love Lamar, but don't don't have hindsight. Don't have hindsight vision. Don't have hindsight vision. I love Lamar. Love Patrick Mahomes, but for ten years, ten years from now, who do you want to still have on your team? Lamar, Patrick Mahomes. I'm gonna take Patrick Mahomes because Lamar don't know how sustainable that run is but like i said who cares if this play is only is if it's only going to last for 5 years and they went in the in, in um, and um in Baltimore wins two super bowls and they go to 3 in 5 years who cares he won two super bowls doing that but i'm just saying 10 years from now who you gonna take? I'm gonna take Patrick Mahomes. I see you guys on the other end of the segment. <laughs> Okay, so, I told you guys that I had a top 10 list for you. And this top 10 list is the top 10 most trendy sports, trending sports personalities. Top 10 most trending sports personalities um, in the last decade. Um, so, oh, a close... A person that I had outside this list was uh, Serena Williams. I had her right outside of this list. It was neck and neck. Um, But I had Serena Williams um, as like 11, borderline 10. It's like 10B. I I had her as my 10B, I would say. Um, Yeah, just had to mention that honorable mention. But here goes my my, my, my number 10. My number 10 is... Kevin Durant, Um, Kevin Durant, two-time MVP, two-time Finals MVP, uh, what like four times? Four-time scoring champ. Been a part of the the Warriors dynasty, left that dynasty. A little confusion there, and some circumstances there, controversial. Then oh, before he went, before he even got the the Golden State, before he you know flew to Golden State, he left another team, controversial. But now it's in Brooklyn, and now Durant has really, before he had gotten hurt, he really was, like, defining himself as, or, like, defining himself as the best player in basketball. Um, These last, especially these last few years where he was dominant and his team was the most dominant in its respective sport. Uh, He's growing. Also, he mentioned that these last few weeks, he mentioned, i seen a couple articles, that he, he wants to be, um... A team owner. He wants to someday be a possibly possibly be a team owner. He would like that. So, Durant at 10. Um, Not really much to say. Probably, you know, everybody is so amused with Harden and his scoring. And the scoring, like, fest he's been going on these last few years. But, I think, as far as for me, as far as I've been living and watching the NBA and have been enjoying the NBA... I don't think there's more of a pure score, pure all around score than Kevin Durant. I don't, I don't think there, I don't think there is one. I mean, as far as inside, outside game, having the handle to break you down, pull up from 30, uh, uh, the athleticism with that too. I, I think Durant is probably the greatest score in my generation. Just saying. Um, at nine. Jerry Jones, um, Jerry Jones at nine owns the Cowboys. He, 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 he. oh, he makes sure he tells us that he owns the Cowboys. He's the GM, he's the president of operations. He's the guy. Jerry Jones is the guy, don't you know? Now, now, up since you know the latest Forbes came out, list came out, um, this year, the Cowboys are now worth it, go and it goes up every year. The Cowboys are now worth 5.5 billion dollars. Jerry Jones bought them for under 200 million in 1990 in 1989. So Jerry Jones in 1989, he bought the Cowboys for slightly under 200 million dollars. You transform now to 2019. What? 30 40 years now, 30 years now? They're worth 5.5 billion dollars. Like, like I'm pretty sure, not even in the U.S. You can go around the world, and I think you can spot something cowboy. They're worth 20 they're, they're worth percent more than the Yankees now. The Yankees the, the cowboys are now worth 20 percent more than the Yankees. Mind you. The Yankees were, long, uh, were existing long before the Cowboys and their New York. Just think about that. You know, I know we don't, you know, Jerry's been having a, a tough few weeks. But as a business mogul and what he has done with the Cowboy brand, it's pretty remarkable. It, 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 it's pretty remarkable what he's been doing. Jerry Jones at 9. At 8. Um I feel like Russell Wilson's probably one of the most underrated quarterbacks and players in the National Football League. Um he's just start. he's just now starting to get his recognition. Um but his first 3-4 years, you know, everybody was wasn't quick to say it because we with Seattle, we thought about the defense, the Legion of Boom, then the running game. Then Pete Curl. and then they'll probably mention Russell Wilson a little bit. But these last few years, he, he he he's basically carried this this Seattle franchise to the playoffs. Never had a losing season. Um, he has the most wins by he has the most wins by a quarterback in their first seven seasons. Russell Wilson. So, he does nothing but win. He puts up, now he's putting up great numbers. He's probably one of the most, he's probably the best road quarterback in league history. Like, he is, he's really good on the road. He's probably one of the best road quarterbacks in in, in, in league history. And it also helps when you have a, super ball, a supermodel wife. Uh, you know, a wife that does just about everything. Russell Wilson at set at, at nine. At eight, Russell Westbrook. Athleticism, his dynamic play, his aggression. Now, I do. I have been known for banging on Russbrook, Russ Brick. I've been known for banging on him, and you know, I I I I get on him a lot. But, I can't deny the talent that he is. Once again, you know, it's a lot of athletic guys. But, at the point guard position, with him and Derrick Rose, in my generation, I think Russell Westbrook is probably the most athletic basketball player in my generation. As far as just pure athleticism, like just pure athleticism and aggression He's probably the most athletic guard in my generation, probably ever. And then his fashionable taste. Russell Westbrook is known for making fashionable statements. He's really a trendy guy. You know, this is a trendy list. This is he he, he he's a trendy guy when it comes to fashion. He's like some of his wardrobe, I like some of his outfits he wear. He's a trendy guy. He drips. At. Oh. Some say. So. I had. Durant at 10. uh, Russell Wilson at 9. Russell Westbrook at 8. Now at 6. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. He won the 2019 Masters. But before he won the 2019 Masters. Before he did that. He has not won. A major. In 11 years. Before t- the 2019 major Masters. Where he you know he pulled off the Miraculous. Everybody was rooting for Tiger. But before Tiger got into that stage. Where he. Was struggling to win a major. Tiger did dominate the sport of golf. For like 10 years. He. He dominated. Like. You know how LeBron went to 10 straight finals. Oh. You know how LeBron went to 8 straight finals. You know how LeBron did that. Well. Tiger did that. And like. In a whole decade. And. Instead of like losing some of those finals. Like LeBron did. Like. Tiger won a lot of those majors. Tiger won a lot of those majors. (laughs) Like, he was pure dominance. Pure dominance. If you look at the best 10-year runs, Tiger's 10-year run is probably the best one. Yeah, it's probably the best one. At five... well at 6 now sorry ern rogers ern rogers um first first he was the successor to Brett Favre takes the job over and people say he's the most talented quarterback ever and he's more talented than Brett Favre let that sink in also ern rogers uh he has the best pass he has the highest Passive rating. In league history. Highest passive rating. In league history. Highest touchdown to interception ratio. Or well. The best touchdown to interception ratio. In NFL history. Rodgers is probably the greatest talent. have ever, ever seen. Probably. Until. A guy named Patrick Mahomes came in the league, but never hear there. Aaron Rodgers is that, and now he has the State Farm commercials. Aaron, after football, I think it's gonna be fascinating. I think Aaron Rodgers after football is gonna be fascinating. I can see him being an actor. Um, he he always has the State Farm commercials. I can see him going into that like Peyton Manning stage, where Peyton Manning went into that like stage. I can see him going into that. I can really see him going into that field. You know. Aaron Rodgers at 6. So at 5, you probably wonder who I have. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. But at 5, I'm going to go with Bill Belichick. I'm going to go with Bill Belichick. Um, Probably the greatest coach in NFL history six Super Bowls. He's had like two separate runs. He's had a run like he had that from O one to like O oh, from O one to like ten two thousand ten. You know, of course they won the three Super Bowls, but there was a stretch where the Patriots couldn't get over the hump and it was it, it was either the Spillers beating them or Peyton Manning's coats beating him them or it was um Baltimore getting there sometimes. But then, from 2010 to now, he's had a run where he's gotten to eight straight AFC championship games. He's won three more Super Bowls. Like, the guy, the guy is a real good coach. He's a really good coach. <laughs> Not much to be said there. Better check at four, five at 4. Floyd Mayweather. Um first of all, the guy is 50 and 0. No, 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 no. no. I don't think you heard me. The guy Floyd Mayweather, he's 50 and 0. Like he hasn't lost a fight since I've been born. You actually have to go back all the way to 1996. That time Floyd Mayweather lost the fight. Like, he's 50 and 0. In those 50 fights, I think I remember one, one, one fight. It was against Sugar Shane. Sugar Shane knocked Floyd down. You know, he knocked him down. But besides that fight, Like, Floyd hasn't been knocked down in years. Floyd, like, let's think about that. In 50 fights, I've seen Floyd get knocked down, knocked down, like, punched really well one time. (laughs) Let's just think about that. And then he shows off, and then since he is retired, first of all, and then he goes to, he fights a UFC fighter, he fights their best fighter in Conor McGregor. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, by the way, he be- he beats him too, and then he just retires, and now he just shows off his flashy jewelry and money, how much money he makes. Real trendy, fashionable guy as well too. Four, we maybe at four at four, at three. This is probably wouldn't surprise you. At three, Steph Curry. Steph Curry at three. I always say this for basketball. In the in in in, in, in the NBA. There's five guys. There I think there's about five there's, there's about five to six guys in league history. There's a lot of great players. There's a lot of great players. Trust me. I know there's a lot of great players that have been in the league. That have been in the NBA. But there's about five to six players that has like really changed the game. First, I always say first, the first player, Wilt Chamberlain. You cannot have an NBA record book without his name being seen in it. Like Wilt has nothing but records. He has nothing but records. Nothing but records. Wilt has nothing but records. So you can't write you can't write the history book w- without mentioning Wilt Chamberlain's name. The second, the other two guys, the the, uh, the other two guys are here. Go two and three in the eighties. Magic and Bird saved the league. If you look at where the league was going in the nineteen seventies and early eighties, the finals was coming on tape delay. And you guys tell me you want parody. You want parody. But in the 70s, guess what? The 70s, the NBA had nine different champions. But get this. Get this. The ratings was so damn low in in the 70s. But you guys tell me you want parody. You don't like dynasties. But hey, Magic and Bird, 80s, saved the league. Oh, my bad. Magic and Bird won 8 out of the 10 titles. They won 8 out of the 10 titles in the 80s. Oh, my bad. Bird has 3. Magic has 5. My bad. But you guys don't like dynasties. The fourth guy I think changed the league is Michael Jordan. Michael Michael Jordan made the league and made the game global. Global. With the u s 92 Olympic team with them taking the best talent, the best player to the, the best players to the NBA, and the ultimate top dog around the world in the Olympics and winning it in dominating fashion like they did, Michael and his shoes and his sneakers, Michael globalized the game, and I often say the fifth guy, LeBron. Made the game mobile. He made the league mobile. LeBron's the reason why all these stars can move and say, Hey, I want to be trading. I want to go to Toronto. Hey, uh, you know what? I think I had enough here in Golden State. I'm, I think I'm going to go to Brooklyn. Hey, um, I don't like it here in Cleveland. Can you trade me to Boston? LeBron's the reason why guys can do that. And now, Steph Curry. I think Steph Curry probably has had... The single, the, the, the probably the greatest single impact in the sport of basketball. Because if you think about it, the three-point shot was looked at as a bad shot. The three-point shot was looked at as a bad shot. Now, every team in the league, just about every team in the league, aspires to shoot the three very well. Every team in the league one to shoot the three very well. Every team in the league, every every lottery, every every team in the league tries to look for the next Steph Curry in in in, in, the, in the draft. They always try to look for the next Steph Curry. Kids now don't just they don't like start off with layups when they first go into the gym. They start off with three point jump shots. He single handedly eliminated the center position in basketball. Steph Curry at three. At two, Tom Brady. 42 years of age. Yes, you can obviously see some slippage, but he's a 42-year-old athlete. Of course, you're going to see slippage. Probably the greatest quarterback in NFL history with six Super Bowl championships. He's writing. He's slowly Putting his name in the record books. Filling his name in the record books. He is slowly doing that. Brady at two. I don't think there's much to talk about. And then it also helps when you have a supermodel wife. That also helps your trendy your trendy score. That helps. Brady at two. And then at one. Yep. Yep. You probably guessed it. LeBron. LeBron at one. Yes. King James. Uh, He has 45.6 million followers on Instagram. Uh, He has his own school. LeBron has his own school. LeBron made the league mobile. He's the reason why guys in the NBA and in the NFL are saying, hey, um, I don't particularly like it here. Can can you trade me to somewhere else where I would like it? Or guys are saying, hey, um, you want to team up? Let's team up. He's the reason why guys are doing that now. Also, his impact off the court with the school 45 million followers the influence the 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 social justice uh opinions that he often goes on or that he takes his opinions his thoughts are well said well spoken he 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 single-handedly Took down the NCAA. The NCAA. They're trying to target this one guy. Because of his agent. LeBron had won. I'm, I like this list. I really like this list. So. Um, that is my top 10. Most trendy sports personalities. In the last decade. So now, the Jets and the Ravens, and I put I I, I couldn't start the, the episode with this. I couldn't start this off with, I mean, Jets and the Ravens, I don't think it's going uh, I I, I, I to be close. I don't think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be close at all. Uh, Lamar, he's going to break the, he, tonight, I, he's going to do it. He's going to do it against the Ravens, against the Jets. He's, it's, it's, it's bound to happen. He's going to do it against the Jets. Lamar's going to break the all time rushing record. Um, for a quarterback and a season, he's gonna break the all-time rushing record. It's not gonna be a close tonight. It, it, the game's gonna be over at the end of the first quarter. And I and it's kind of funny because I have been mentioning all year long, all season long. Hey, the NFL has really given us some great Thursday night games, but this one, it's not gonna be good at all. Uh, I think Baltimore. I think I think Baltimore is gonna slap. The Jets. I think Baltimore wins forty two fourteen. And Lamar will break the record for the all time rushing record um by a quarterback in one in a season. I think he'll break that tonight. Um so thank you guys for listening. Um it's been good. You know, we have a big sun we got a big week fifteen coming up ahead of us. Um this lousy Baltimore and Jets game. They're gonna start off week 15. Um, that's gonna be a blowout. Trust me, it's gonna be a blowout. You don't. You're not missing much. Um, I think the bright only thing that's come, come only thing good that's gonna come from that is Lamar breaking the rushing record for a quarterback in one year in in in, a, in one season. Um, previously held by, held by Michael Vick. Um, but thank you guys for listening. I'm out. You guys are doing a good job of clicking, of course, you already know. Roll to a thousand listeners. A thousand average listeners for an episode. That is what we are striking for. That is our target. Um, before the end of 2019, we have come a long way since the summertime. We were talking about NBA free agency. Now we're in the NFL, college football, uh, the the bowl games. Now by the time you know it. Blink, we'll be back around February, March, April, talking about NBA playoffs. But thank you guys for continuing to listen and sticking there with me. It's an honor. Adios, amigos. I'm gone. Arriba, Arriba dirtie. Whatever they say to make an exit, that's what I'm going to do right now. See you guys. on the on the beat. Girl on the beat.